last last thing I'll add, Kirby. Yeah. Discretion is the better part of valor. <laughs> you don't have to be out every night till two in the M doing sake bombs. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 133 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the lieutenant of Las Vegas, the private of PPAI Expo, the staff sergeant of SKUCon, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hosman. Doctor, how the hell are you today? I am doing well. I, I think I'm like a lot of people right now in the sense that I'm trying to fight off the sniffles. I'm trying to get yeah. my energy up and getting ready for um, PPAI Expo. I'm excited about that. So how about you? Uh, like you, uh, excited about Expo next week, getting ready for it. feel like there's never enough time, and I feel like I've got 14 projects going on at once, mm-hmm. uh, but that's okay. And like you, fighting off uh, a little bit of the uh, whatever crud's going around, so I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to jack myself up on vitamin C and elderberry before <laughs> I go to uh, the, the center of all contagions, the Mandalay Bay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but uh, let me tell you something going on really good if i may yes please do my friend that would be our good friends of bam bams love me some bam bams you know i don't know if you've checked out bam bams new private labeled headwear and apparel line i think you've seen bits and pieces Kirby. bits and pieces but yes tell me more i kirby i thought you'd never ask (laughs) thank you you need to really visit their booth at Expo next week, and that's booth number 913. Or you can simply ask your rep for a little bit more information. But it's a 50-piece minimum for all of their headwear, all of their apparel, a true private label experience from front to back, inside and out. It's going to really wow your customers to have that private label experience. Yeah, I absolutely love it. We um, we are really moving toward having that conversation with our clients right now, and it does set you apart for sure. It, it does, and in an industry where it's very difficult to have some differentiation, this is a great way to do it. They are bringing retail quality at a promo price point, and I love that. So again, go visit our good friend Ben Taylor, Ben Chazen, all the good pe- Dan Taylor, all the good people at Bam Bam's uh, Expo booth number 913, Next week, look at their private labeled headwear and apparel line. You're not going to be sorry that you did. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at a – let's go platinum this week. Oh, I'm okay. feeling platinum. <laughs> I think we should go platinum. Awesome. I love that you kind of you, you kind of – you know, throw that at me at the last second about what level I'm supposed to broadcast at. But yes, I am ready for it. Well, that. here's the thing, Kirby. <laughs> it keeps you on your toes. It does. Um, I am, apparently, I have, am the decider of what level we broadcast <laughs> at at any given moment in time. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you knowing that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All Why right. don't you give us started off this week, Doctor? All right, my friend. All right, so the reality of it is I always like to, though, you know, the expo comes around every year, mm-hmm. you know, A, it's a little bit different every year. And I, I feel like, you know, as you always say, we'd be tone deaf not to discuss it. So, right. you know, it's the biggest uh, trade show in our industry. I always say mm-hmm. it's the trade show of trade shows. Right. So I guess just for a um, topic of discussion, how do you get ready for it? And what advice do you have for, like, newcomers? So 
mentally or <laughs> physically? Because yeah, yeah. I think it's both. Yeah, absolutely, um, it's both. So mentally, I, I really, I, I'm, I'm a planner. I'm a scheduler. That's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked about it both on the podcast and just in our personal conversations. If it's not on my calendar, it just doesn't <laughs> exist, and it's right. not going to happen. And so I, I live my life by a schedule. So starting about, I'd say, middle of December, I start reaching out to people that I definitely want to make sure we get time together, whether it's a meal <laughs> Whether it's a meeting, whether it's a cocktail, whatever it is, I start identifying the people I really want to make sure I'm able to get their time. So I do some some pre-planning there. And then, again, because I have a booth, my, my preparation is probably very different than yours. Right. Um, so I want to make sure the booth is manned at all times, and, and, and Brandon's going to be doing the lion's share of that. And I want to make sure that, you know, the, the things that we're doing in the booth, people are there when they need to be there. So there's always that kind of worry. Mm-hmm. Um, so mentally, that's how I mentally get ready. Is I, I live my life by a calendar checklist, mm-hmm. and that makes it easier. Physically, I think we kind of touched on it earlier. I, about a week before, I start pounding my body with vitamin C. <laughs> I start pounding my body with elderberry, and I start drinking. I try to drink. I try to drink water as much as I can all the time anyway, but I really just force water into my body to make sure I at least show up in that uh, desert-feeling uh, place uh, as hydrated as possible because, as you know, it's very, very difficult to, to remain hydrated in that dry environment. So, I, in phys- and, and I, you know, again, uh, I'm a shoe guy. So <laughs> I, uh, in the guest bedroom, there are already two suitcases out and ready to go, one for shoes, one for clothes. And I make no apologies for that because you know what, Kirby? What? But I, I Go for it. I want options. Yes. I want and need options. I don't know what kind of shoes I'm going to want to wear from day to day. <laughs> I don't know what kind of shirts I'm going to want to wear from day to day. So, yeah, I, I, I that's how I prepare. Um, and, and this year's a long one for me. It's Saturday to Friday. It's yeah. a long week. So what about you? What different – I know you probably do a lot of similar things than I do. I know the shoe thing isn't similar. <laughs> but uh, what do you what do you do to prepare for you? Yeah, so really quickly, elderberry. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like something from Harry Potter. Um, so mm-hmm. awesome. I, if you are wizarding yourself to health, I think that's great. Uh, I'm not, but thank you. It's just it's just a, uh, a holistic supplement just to okay. kind of boost your immune system. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, so for me, I think that one of the things that I – I have somebody new going this year. So I think that's one of the reasons that the topic is, is – yeah is right at the top of my head because I'm like, oh, okay, how can I help uh, Kelly get ready? Mm-hmm. And so what I always think about is I'm like, okay, um, I do want to make sure shoes are good and they're comfy, right? Like mm-hmm. that is a thing that I am big about. I think you're exactly right. I think more and more I'm scheduling um, appointments as best I can. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. It used to be when I went to PPAI, I was just like, I'm going to try and see everything and see right. everybody. And that was a terrible plan, and it led me to exhaustion and frustration. Mm-hmm. And um, the other one is exactly what you just said. It's funny. I, I emailed Kelly last night and said, hydrate, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and make sure that the moment you get off the plane, you start to hydrate as well. You know, obviously in advance, like you do, is super smart, but um, that's another thing. And then the recently, I was actually having this conversation with uh, Charity Gibson uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago where I'm like, I think sometimes with events like this, it's easy to be overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed yep. by 
the sensations, the sights, the sounds, all that stuff, but also the ideas. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, like I had this epiphany at SKU camp um, mm-hmm. where you're going and you have all these really smart people with different ideas that do business different ways. And I found myself almost leaving frustrated because I knew I couldn't implement all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And so my new thing is, okay, I want to come away with one really good implementable idea or one, you know, like for this year at SKUCon, my goal is I want to shake hands and face-to-face meet as many people as I can. That's mm-hmm. my goal for the event. And so I think that that helps me stay somewhat grounded, right? And stay somewhat focused in in the experience. So right. that's that's what's kind of on my mind right now. The other thing, if I can add to that, yeah, which please. means I'm going to, yeah. um, is slow down. It, it feels like when you get to when you get to the expo, it's so overwhelming that I got to race through this thing or I'm yes. never going to see it all. Yeah. You know what? It's okay if you don't see it all. Like you said, uh, pick and choose who you want to see. Make sure, you know, have your, your, your I gots to see, yeah. I would like to see, and I don't care if I see. <laughs> and I think if you follow that, you're going to have a much better experience because you don't feel rushed. Um, because it is one of those situations where you can absolutely feel like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get through it, so I'm going to race, and you're going to have so many ideas, and nothing comes from them. Well, it reminds me of that that day in your work. You know, we always talk about that day that you're super super busy, but you didn't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. I think that that translates to this event, mm-hmm. right? Or any like any big trade show across any industry. Right. right. Like, like you can be super busy and super crazy and then never really get something that you can utilize out of it. And so mm-hmm. to your point, the slowing down makes sense. I also it's funny. I wanted to give a, a shout out to Mike Schenker because he was the first person who posted on Facebook a like a picture of emergency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, hey, it's time to stock up. It's time to get ready for the for the show. And I, I was like, "Ooh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Absolutely. No. I, like I said, I've done it every year. I, I you know, knock on wood, I haven't gotten sick in Vegas, really. Um, I just, you know, I, 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 you know, try not to shake a lot of hands. I try to do a little more fist bumping or, hey, it's good to see you. Um, and I don't, t- it, w- once I leave my room, I don't touch my mouth with my hands or my eyes with my hands or my nose. I just, man, my hands are away from my face. That is fascinating that, and I don't, I'm not trying to mock. I yeah. think it's fascinating that you think about that. I don't know I that I could get, stop doing that if I wanted to. It's an effort. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. I just don't want to get sick. Yeah. Um, I, it, I've been at, at things, not necessarily Expo. Well, actually, one year at Expo, I was sick now that I'm thinking about it, but it, it's miserable. Yeah. It's miserable being away from home and, and you know, there's there's stuff to be done. I can't afford to be sick. So, right. um, also, well, cool. the last, last thing I'll add, Kirby, yeah. discretion is the better part of valor. You <laughs> don't have to be out every night till 2 in the M doing sake bombs. <laughs> so for those of you who are going out there and thinking it's going to be four straight nights of 2 or 3 in the morning partying, have a great time. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I, I, I am very good at ghosting these days. I know that there's one night I'll be out late. Um, but other than that, I will probably be in my room ensconced in bed by 9.30, 10 o'clock every night, and it'll be glorious. Nice. I love the art of ghosting. That's good. It is. All right, Kirby. So we, you did bring up the expo. Yep. There was a topic recently on the Promotional Products Professionals Facebook page that, okay. that kind of struck me. Okay. So it was a supplier. Um, I don't know the lady, and I don't know what line she represents. So, it, and it's really irrelevant for the conversation. Okay. But essentially, she was uh, she was at the ASI Orlando show uh, last week. Was very upset that 
a number of people, I believe the number was eight, but it was service providers, uh, people who want to help her with her marketing, people who want to help her with shipping services, basically came to her booth and tried to sell her services during the trade show. Mm, okay. Um, and it struck me as very interesting. Now, she said it was, she was very offended by it. She even had almost called security on one person. I, I don't know if I buy that so much. That right. seems like a little bit of a stretch. But I do think it's a challenge for suppliers. Yeah. Um, and a, a challenge for people who the suppliers are their customers. So when do you, when would you, if you were um, wanting to sell a supplier on something, when is a when is the right time to approach them during a trade show? Um, that's a great question, um, and it's interesting. I've it's, it's something I've never thought about, and I I would say from the supplier's perspective, the thing that pops into my head is that these shows are such an expensive endeavor. Mm-hmm. Like the I understand why she'd be frustrated, right? right? Like she's paying for the opportunity to try and sell her wares, and and I didn't see this post by the way. Um, but um, that someone would come up to her. And I think it has to do with tone and intent, right? Agreed. Like, so obviously, if you wanted to go up and say, hey, I just think there might be something going on, first of all, you'd make sure that their booth wasn't busy, Mm -hmm. right? That's kind of, some of this is such common sense that it's so common, right? It it, it is. (laughs) And so when they're not busy, I would try and take them off. Like I would, you know, give them a card and say, hey, can we meet later? Mm-hmm. Like when you're not in the booth, let's go grab, yeah. I'll grab you a coffee or a beer and tell you about this. That would be what I would say is I would right. go when they're not busy. I would try and take it out of the booth. And then frankly, I'd be a not hardcore on the cell. Agreed. Right? So, so that, that would be my take. Um, and so, yeah. but I do understand now I'm not sure I'm calling security, although right. <laughs> I don't know how in your face some of these people were. Um, I, I don't either. Again, yeah. you, you're reading a, a slice of somebody's frustration. Yeah. And so you never know how much it's it's 100% accurate. I'm sure it's 100% accurate in her eyes. And, you right. know, this is something that kind of caught my eye because the vast majority of our clients at Promo Corner are suppliers. And right. we're going to have people out there who are going to be talking to our customers, those suppliers. And so I agree with you. I think if you can set appointments, do that, right? Set appointments in advance. So, you know, you're not pulling them away from their sales opportunities. I think that's the key is be yes. mindful that they're the, the, the suppliers are there to sell as well. Right. Um, I agree. Obviously, when, when there's no, nobody in the booth, um, yeah. when there's less traffic, they're not otherwise occupied. And I agree. It's, it's, it's maybe it's an introduction. Hey, I know you're busy. Just yes. need, here, I'm going to give you a call next week. I just wanted to put your face with a name. You're busy today, but I, I do would like an opportunity to chat with you. I think there's ways to do it. Oh, again, totally. And, and this is something we do here at Promo Corner. I think we're, like I said, very mindful of it. But again, it just stuck, stuck out at me because it's, it's something we do. But by the same token, I think it's more offensive if I'm a supplier when certain unnamed distributors walk by booths before the trade show begins and slap your preferred vendor of brand X. Um, mm. I know that a lot of suppliers take offense at that. Now, they're, in, they're not in a position to say anything about that. Yeah. Um, but so I do know that that, that, that is a bit. Like, for example, if you, when you're in Vegas next week, go to any supplier booth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And and you will see signage that someone has put on their booth that says 
They are a brand X, whatever distributor. I'm not going to say any names. They're a brand X gold, platinum, preferred, awesome supplier. Oh. And and I've talked to many suppliers that get so irritated with that. Hmm. Um, But they feel like they're in no position to do anything about it either. So that's interesting to me. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm sure I've seen that, but it's never I guarantee you, to you me. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never registered to me. So it, can I take the opposite? Yeah. Uh, it's like maybe the I think the distributor might look at it and say, hey, we're trying to drive people to your booth. Right. And because we have a big um, sales force, they'll be looking for this particular sign. And so that'll help them engage with the people like you that they want. Right? Uh, I mean, that's I, the goal, right? It, it, it certainly is. However, when it's um, those signs are put on unsolicited, yeah. when you have your back turned, or okay, when yeah, you, yeah. that that's what ten, tends to happen. Yeah, yeah it's, it, so. it, it always goes back to, and it's sort of what we talked about just at the beginning of this conversation. It's, it goes yeah. back to that whole thing that our moms told us a long time ago. Not, it's mm-hmm. not what you say, it's how, how you, you say, say it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's and not how what you do. You do. It. It's how you do it. Yeah. And so I think that, like for me, I think that there are totally, and even take it out of this event, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are times where I go to um, a, a community trade show, right. a community event, and I'm not displaying there, but I do talk to the people who right. are because those are my prospects. And again, it's just a little bit of common sense and, and common courtesy to those people who are trying to sell. Um, yeah. So I think when you handle it that way, and the other piece I think is, and this is what I think you guys do well at Promo Corner, is the whole idea is to establish a relationship. You're not trying to sell them a tchotchke right then. No. You're, you're trying to just establish a relationship and, and a rapport. Absolutely. And, and it's, I think it, it is kind of one of those trade show one-on-one things. We can almost go back to your initial question. Be mindful that other people have meetings too. Be mindful that yeah. you're not the only one at Expo, and you might have to wait for someone at a booth you want to talk to. You might have to come back. Don't be. I, I can't stand when people are so rude and, and in their own space that they interrupt a conversation so that they can have their conversation. <laughs> exactly. Well, and if we're getting to, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna totally derail us here, so I apologize. But no, that's all right. Uh, but I, the, the topic I would like to revisit, just because we're getting ready to walk in there, I think it was way back in October, mm-hmm. you and I talked about the idea that the, the suppliers are, are there, but the samples that are there cost money. Yes. So if we're talking about pet peeves, don't yeah. steal yeah. Like, be a professional. Absolutely. And so, like, and not only for, for the suppliers, and I'm sure that there are suppliers saying amen right now. Yeah. But for the rest of us distributors, stop making us look like asshats. Yeah. Like, so please don't steal. Ask before you take something. Well, and here's the thing. Most suppliers, if you say, hey, um, is there any way I could have that specific sample? I have a client, and I think this would work perfectly, and spend 20 seconds explaining why. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, those suppliers will be more than happy to either give you that one right there or say, let me send you one. It'll be there waiting for you when you get back. Yes. Again, treat people with a modicum of respect. It's amazing how well the show can go. Yes. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Awesome. All right. You got another topic for us, Kirby? Um, yeah. So really quickly, um, I know we're not a sports thing, but I think we're going to tie this to business. So the National right. Championship game. Uh, just took place. Yes, and, it did. Yeah, Alabama and Clemson. And yep. um, I don't know if you had predicted the outcome of that game. Um, I, I did not. Yeah. Uh, my prediction would have been Alabama rolling all over Clemson, and, and the uh, opposite happened. Yeah, and so I heard a great analogy that I wanted your take on. 
Okay. Um, that they said that we're seeing, you know, sort of two dynasties in college football, and they they go about it completely differently. Right. And I'm talking from a culture perspective. Correct. It is the factory mm-hmm. versus the family. Yep. And I thought that was super interesting in the sense, and, and by the way, the person who made this analogy wasn't knocking on Alabama, by the way. Sure. So they were just saying that's who they are. Mm-hmm. And everybody who goes there goes there knowing it's a means to an end. They're wanting to get to the NFL or another coaching job or whatever. And then there's the family. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, Clemson had some people that came back for their senior year as opposed to going to the NFL. And so I, it made me uh, kind of stop and go, huh, you know, regardless of industry, culture matters. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of just wanted to to see if you felt like that analogy was appropriate and uh, what you thought of that. I, I do. I would. I think I would call it, I don't think I'd call it factory versus family. I'd call it factory versus fun. When oh, okay. I look at Alabama, they are, they're a machine, right? They are a yeah. factory. And again, I'm, I don't think that's necessarily a negative thing. I, I am not a fan of Alabama. Uh, I generally wish nothing but failure on the Crimson Tide. <laughs> but I, while I say that, I have a ton of respect for Nick Saban and what they've built down there. Right. Um, it's truly uh, astounding to me that they that the consistency he's been able to maintain with that group. So I, I do I, – I, I wish them failure because I'm jealous – Okay, (laughs) But then I look at Dabo Sweeney, and is there a better coach name than Dabo Sweeney? (laughs) Man, that's awesome. Yeah, Um, that's really good. But they had – if you look how much fun they had when they played. And it wasn't just because they were beating the snot out of the Crimson Tide. They were just having fun. Whereas I I have never seen an Alabama team wound so tight – Right. than I have uh, at this national championship game. And so, I, again, both cultures can work. But if I'm – if I, I made a joke afterward uh, the Tuesday morning to a friend I was talking to and said, um, if I'm an Alabama fan, I'm calling for Nick Saban's head today. <laughs> uh, obviously joking, of course. But you, you wonder, are, is that starting to run its course um, that type of approach. Because at the end of the day, yes, sports is a business, and certainly college sports is a business. So for anybody who's going to get on me saying, oh, it's amateur sports, please, whatever. Yeah. However, it's it should be fun. It's still a sport, and it's yeah. still that. And I think when when you see a team like Clemson playing so loose, they had nothing to lose. Right. They were, they were what, double-digit underdogs. They had yeah. nothing to lose. So everybody's expecting us to lose. Let's go out and have a good time. Yeah. And damn it if they didn't do that. So I, I, I think both can work, but that's the reason coaches change from year to year because people start tuning you out. And I, I do wonder if that's starting to happen at Alabama. I doubt it, by the way. Yeah. I think it was just a blip on the radar. Um, and you get so much turnover with um, kids in college. I don't think that it tunes out. But I do think, to, to make a business analogy, I think you're better off with the culture of uh, let's have fun doing what we're doing, family, I'll use your word. Uh, I think you, you do much better off in the long run. You can certainly be an autocrat like a Nick Saban and have a certain amount of success. But I think at some point, because you're not going to ha- – either you're going to start having a lot of turnover mm-hmm. – or if if you don't have turnover, people are going to start tuning you out, and the results are going to slip. That that's my opinion on it. Cool. All right. Well, that's good stuff, man. All right. Um, did you want to add anything to that? Or are you good? I am good, my friend. All that's right. Good. So I just want to real quick, real quick, real quick. Okay. In fact, I made it so real quick. I've said it real quick four times to make it even longer. <laughs> 
when you're walking the trade show floor, what tech do you have on you to make sure that you have everything you need? What tech do you carry with you? You know what? I'm I'm a very low. Uh, I used to go and and um, grab the bag and carry as much as I could. And, and when I yeah. say used to, it's been a long time. But if you see me on the trade show floor, it's entirely likely you'll see me with nothing in my hands, which mm-hmm. means that I will have my phone with the OtterBox case on the back and mm-hmm. a, uh, a pop socket and. That will be it. Okay. Um, th- some somebody um, occasionally will literally, and it's happened, where mm-hmm. someone in a booth will literally grab my hand and put a bag or something in it. Oh. <laughs> By the way, suppliers, that sucks. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I, I really don't want that um, because then I feel bad about pitching it because mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do because I'm purposefully not right. doing that. Uh, so, yeah, the phone. I, I will video. I will take pictures. Um, and you know me well enough to know that if, I, if something grabs me, I may uh, do like a little video about yeah. it. The only thing I might carry this year uh, and it's sitting in front of me mm-hmm. and I'm kind of playing around with some of the things I'm going to take uh-huh. is that new DJ DJ DJI Osmo Pocket which is a little tiny camera that allows me to this. yeah so I, I got some new vlogging equipment I, uh-huh. and uh, this is on it uh, okay. it's really really cool it's a high level camera with like nice. a steady cam mm-hmm. that fits in your pocket so I'm going to take that Nice. So when I was when I was a distributor, um, I would only take a pad folio with me. Obviously, my phone, but I take a pad folio with me. Mm -hmm. I I, and I figured if there was something I wanted so bad, I had to have it that I deserve to carry that crap around all day. And I (laughs) mean that. So it it made me think before I just said, sure, I'll take one of those and three of those. And and I think it helped me always be mindful with suppliers. As far as but I asked about tech. Um, I actually will carry a satchel with me um, and uh, throw it in the booth. Okay. I, I like having um, uh, a couple things with me, a couple power bars in there, like a okay. couple just energy bars. Smart. Um, I like to have my battery pack. I, I you know, I just, I live in complete fear of my phone dipping below 72% battery <laughs> power. So I need to have a really high capacity uh, portable charger with me at all times. Yeah, that's a good one. And, and then the, uh, the, the satchel, uh, I can hold a water bottle. And I think they're going to have hydration stations again this year around uh, the expo floor. So... Uh, that's really the only tech I carry though, is that is my phone and my, um, and a battery charge. I don't carry my computer with me or anything like that. I don't need it. I don't need it on the show floor. Fair. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, hey, Kirby. We're at the time. Are you ready for some fill in the blank? I am excited for fill in the blank. You know what else you're ready for? What's that, Bill? You are ready to get involved with your client's badge ordering program. You know, a lot of people shy away from it. A lot of distributors leave money on the table, not because they're morons. It's because they're scared of what they think is a difficult sale to follow up on. Yep. And it's really not, especially when you partner with the good people over at Vault Promotions. They don't sell badges. They sell fulfillment programs. They really focus on that program, and they really allow the clients to buy the badges in bulk up front, they stockpile them. They, they build a website so the, the end user client can order them onesies, twosies at a time, just like badges would be ordered yep. because they're all personalized. And when they get low or to a certain threshold, 
They will reorder them for you. It's a really completely great program. So they're going to be showing demos at the program at their expo booth, which is number 2674, Mm -hmm. uh, along with obviously the full line of their other products. And they're also going to have a booth in the lobby where you can pick up those funny show badges we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, And they're going to have a photo booth area, and they'll be entering folks to win $100 gift cards all week long. So they'll bring your funny badge by the show booth, and you'll get an EQP coupon for your next order. So if you're you're not going to Expo or you just want a little more information, go over to badgesmakemecrazy.com and get all the details. Love it. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, I have a theme this week, and it is Expo-themed. Yep. Um, so, Kirby, the number of suitcases you pack for PPI Expo is? One. Uh, I will take uh, sort of my tech. So if you're not counting my backpack, which has my computer and sort of tech stuff, I'll have that. And then I will have a suitcase. And um, generally that suitcase is mostly not full. Um, I try to leave a little bit of room in case I do end up with something. Like, you know, SKUCon, when we go there, the swag bag for that is always incredible. Mm-hmm. And so I want to have room to put that so I don't have to ship a bunch of stuff back. So I take yeah. one bag and it doesn't have that much in it. Um, and I'm, I'm a light packer, my friend. <laughs> so uh, you, you are. Yes, yes. Um, so as you might expect, mine is also Vegas themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... The number of shoes you will take to PPAI is... It's still undetermined, but I'm thinking it's (laughs) going to be seven, Kirby. I think seven this year. Um, Not 100% sure on that. It might be less. I don't know. I, I, you know... The, I, we're coming down to the nut crunching time where I got to really figure out what I need, what I want, and it's it is. I, this, I am on the struggle bus, my friend, and the struggle is very real. So right, I'm going to go with seven. So before we move on, yeah, you are you packed at this point, Kirby? I'm not sure how that's germane to the conversation because <laughs> um, I'm not. I haven't even started. Uh, no, I, I'm not packed mentally. I'm I, okay. Let's go off on a quick tangent. Okay. I am not packed, but I will, um, be packing tomorrow night. Uh, I'll be packing Friday night, at least Saturday morning to go to Las Vegas. Um, I will for the days I will lay out what I wear. Um, just so I know what I'm wearing show days. Okay. It's the night times that's the problem, Kirby. I want options. I need yeah. options. So sure. it'll take me. No lie, a good two and a half hours to pack. Okay, cool. It will not take me that long. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Kirby, the first thing you pack for PPAI Expo is blank. Um, Probably the tech from my office, right? Like, so so I'll put laptops. Actually, the Mm -hmm. one thing I'm spending some time, some mental time on Mm -hmm. is really the tech. I'm trying to decide if I, what kind of videos I want to produce when I'm there, what kind of, and and, and those determine what kind of cameras I need to take. Mm -hmm. And then the podcast information, because we'll be doing our session out there. Yeah, we will. Um, Yeah, so so the, the first thing and probably the thing I'll spend the most time on is sort of my business uh, backpack. Cool. Love it. Love cool. it. Love it. Okay. The number, and, and this can include the number that you're teaching. So I'm going to put that in there and mm-hmm. say the number of education sessions you will attend while in Vegas. Is... Four. The ones okay. I'm teaching. Okay. Um, that's just honest. I mean, I've got just so much to do and so right. much crowded. I, I wish I could do more. I maybe extend that to five. I'll be very candid with you and, and uh, shame on me, but this is a true, true statement. 
I have not really looked at any of the other sessions right. um, that I I will attend because I just really kind of want to focus on what what I um, what I'm doing just to make sure I'm doing the things I need to do. Sure. Um, so. I, I I'll <laughs> I will go ahead and say um, I'll go ahead and say four possibly five. Okay. Um, it's just hard with all the other obligations with promo kitchen and and so on and so forth. Cool. So. All right. No worries. Kirby, you lead, you, you kind of touched on this, but I'm I would like to visit it or you know get a little more of information here. You leave a blank amount of room in your suitcase for SKUCon swag and things from the trade show floor. I try to leave a half of my suitcase. Okay. Uh, you know, so I, again, like you, I sort of, uh, I sort of lay out for each day, right? Mm-hmm. What I don't do a great job is the night thing. So, like, right. actually, I saw a picture last year of us uh, at the award ceremony. Yeah. And you guys all looked really nice, and I was wearing whatever the hell I was wearing at the trade show floor that right. day. <laughs> so I need to do a little bit better job of that. Um, I will. I promise I won't embarrass you. But uh, you, uh, you never embarrass me, sir. Um, but uh, I try to leave about half the suitcase um, mm-hmm. just because you know how it is. It's like you get some stuff that you just do really want to take because the reality of it is at this event, we see stuff we don't see every day. It's some Absolutely. really cool stuff. So so about half my suitcase. Awesome. awesome. Um, if you had to put one goal mm-hmm. on this year's trip to Vegas, it would be? Oh, to walk away with the feeling that we did some really good things for distributors. Um, so mm-hmm. I think I've told you what we're doing in our booth this mm-hmm. year, uh, doing something called Promo Rescue. Yeah, we're it's two. Cool. I, I, it's 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 going to be something. We'll know <laughs> that. Um, but we uh, two distributors, uh, actually quite a few more than that. But we picked two distributors from quite a few entrants who uh, volunteered to have their brand redone. Quite frankly, and so we've spent a good amount of time here at Promo Corner, redoing their brand, working on a marketing plan for them, getting products for them with a new brand. So I'm real excited because a, I think it's something we're very good at, right. and I think it's something. B, I think it's very difficult for a lot of distributors to dedicate the resources necessary to really do that even though they know they need to do that right and so i'm, I'm actually hoping that it's a, something that we can use as a product we launch as a product later in the year quite frankly because yeah. i think we can help people so I'm, I'm i'm really hoping we walk away with the two distributors that uh, we selected um from from the entrance that uh, they walk away feeling like this is really going to help me get my sales and my organization to the next level so if anybody's interested in coming to see uh, and now the distributors have not seen their new brands yet that's going to be unveiled publicly at our booth at 11 30 both tuesday and wednesday and that's booth 58 11 um and it should be very interesting yeah i think i think that's going to be super cool tell yeah. me what was the time again uh 11 that'd be pacific standard time cool all right i think that's gonna be neat yeah all right kirby you feel blank when your bag doesn't show up on that carousel in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that is a that's a multi-tiered uh, feeling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I I would feel very disappointed, but yeah. the, the the reality of it is I, I don't pack super heavy, mm-hmm. um, and 
the things that I absolutely have to have, the tech uh-huh. that I was talking about, I always carry on my person. And I know that if um, something happens, I mean, a couple years ago, I forget what happened, but I didn't have any jeans at all. Like I yeah. had to go to a store in Las Vegas and buy a pair of jeans. But the reality of it is in Las Vegas, there are stores that sell jeans. So I, I don't get to, that worked up about it, um, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, because I've, I, like I say, the stuff that I absolutely have to have, I have on yeah. me. Yep. Nope. Got it. Got it. Got cool. it. Got it. All right. The thing that you're most looking forward to is just making those connections. I, it, this is such a relationship-driven industry, and I think a lot of industries are. And so it's easy for us to say, "Well, this is really a relationship-driven <laughs> yeah. industry," um, but it is. So I'm really looking forward to seeing people I only see maybe once a year, um, and, and really just it, it, reconnecting with those people. This industry is somewhat like a traveling circus in a family, yeah. and so to be able to reconnect with those people, um, I, I think that that's always what I look for. Before I launch into rapid fire, Kirby, I did okay. want to make sure we mentioned your education session. So you are speaking Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. That is education day at 1030 in the morning. Yes. Uh, you were speaking on succeeding in the give first economy. I've seen you do that session. It's fabulous. Thank so you. if you are looking to uh, learn a little bit there, head over to Lagoon L. It is MAS credits. So MAS, uh, one, one MAS credit there. And that's a, that's a really great session. And then you and I are doing, of course, our... Um, podcast, uh, our, our session, which is called Podcasting for Profit. And we're going to spend about 10 or 15 minutes kind of going through the whys and why you'd want to be and do a podcast, why you can, how you can monetize a podcast, and how you can really engage and connect with your target audience through podcasting. And then we're going to go ahead and do a live version of this podcast, which I'm excited about. And that's at 1.30 in Breaker's Eye. Mm-hmm. And that you get one CAS point there. And I'm going to go ahead and Go and throw mine out there, too. Yes, you should, please. At 10.30, you and I are in direct competition with each other uh, on Education Day, and I hate that because I can't see you talk. Um, But I am doing a session called Brand You, How to Out Amazon Your Competition, and that's in Breakers F, also for one MAS point. And then on Tuesday, I'm actually doing two uh, half-hour sessions. These are new this year from PPAI. They're called Learning Labs, and they're actually paid paid sessions. But I'm going to be speaking at 1.30, uh, and both of these are in Breakers B, and this is Tuesday the 15th. Uh, at 1.30, I'll be speaking on the basics of blogging. Uh, I've been very vocal about how that was maybe the single best career decision I ever made was to start blogging. Um, so I'm going to talk about that for a good half hour. And then um, kind of a, a uh, 2.0 version of what you and I are doing on Monday for podcasting. It's uh, starting your own industry podcast. How do you do it? What equipment do you need? How much capital does it take? And, and here's, a, here's a hint. It doesn't take much. So yeah. I hope people can join me uh, for that. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I know you'll, uh, you'll, you'll do a great job as you always do. As will you, and I've seen the brand you presentation, and it's fantastic as well. Well, so thank you. Th- it's a it's a good thing for folks in the industry. I think we've got some really good sessions out there. Absolutely, and it's not just me and Kirby. There are yes, great sessions course. from everybody, whether it's Cliff Quicksell, Paul Kiwi, Mark Graham, Danny Rosen, uh, uh, you name it. There's a yeah, million lots. great. There's so <laughs> much. Yeah, lots. David Blaze. We could go on and on. And the more the more people you mention, the more you realize you're leaving somebody out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll just stop ones. right now. All right, real quick rapid fire, Kirby. This is about your time in Vegas. Are okay. you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Luxor or Mandalay Bay? Luxor. Bottled water or hydration station? Uh, hydration station. Show beginning at 10 a.m. or the show ending at 5 p.m.? 10 a.m. Energy bar or full breakfast? Full breakfast. Escalator or stairs? Um, 
Stairs. Uh, House of Blues or Hard Rock Casino? House of Blues. Burger Bar or Fogo de Chon? Oh. Burger Bar. Wow! <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm just teasing. I no, I, I yeah. don't think you are teasing. I yeah. think you're being dead serious. Okay. Sushi at Nobu in Caesar's Palace or Sushi at Nobu in the Hard Rock? <laughs> Caesar's Palace. Wrong. Okay. Uh, the correct answer was Hard Rock. Okay, um, sorry. Because that is the original Nobu in Las Vegas. Again, you have failed to do rapid fire properly. But you know what you'll never fail at if you go to do go to Bam Bams and you yes. want to check out their new private labeled headwear and apparel line. 50-piece medium minimums, a true private label experience. I'm telling you, it is phenomenal what they are doing right now in that space. You talk about people who are really kind of changing the game. Uh, for years, we've talked about Aurig Audio. I really think Bam Bams is doing some really cool things, and you're going to be doing yourself a disservice if you're in Las Vegas and you don't head over to booth 913. For sure. All right. Well, Kirby, I look forward to seeing you in a couple days in Las Vegas. Yep. And I uh, look forward, uh, on behalf of you, I think I'll just say, we're looking forward to seeing a whole bunch of people uh, in Las Vegas. If you see us, please stop by and say hi. Uh, this is this is kind of the fun time for you and I. We do this podcast yes. in a vacuum. Um, and it's so wonderful when people come up and say, you know, I, I've listened to your podcast. I like it. Or how about this type of topic? Please come and engage us. We yeah. would love to spend a few minutes with you and, and kind of thank you personally for going along this little journey with us. Totally agree. All right, Kirby, have a good one. Safe travels out to Vegas, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at PromoCorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.